Hi, welcome to this week's episode of Mom Life Weight Loss. Today's episode, I'm talking about one of my favorite things to do, planning. Planning in advance and making decisions ahead of time is one of the greatest ways to help you stick to your goals. I'm going to go through why this is and use our upcoming holiday of Halloween as an example. Stick around until the end for this week's tip. It's going to get you set up and confident to take on our ghoulish weekend. I'm a planner. I love to plan vacations. I love to plan activities on weekends. I love to plan outings with friends. I love to plan for anything in advance. I think it might be in my genetics. I also love to support my clients in teaching them the strategies to plan for different food situations, social environments, and any decisions they'll have to make when they are in those different situations. This is basically like my whole mantra. I want to give you the strategies and the skills so that you are able to thrive and to continue to achieve your goals long after you are done working with me. Part of this is learning the ability to plan in advance, make decisions ahead of time before you get into different types of eating situations. This is essentially a gift you can give your future self is to plan and make decisions ahead of time. We can apply this concept to lots and lots of different situations, but for today's episode, I'm going to be talking about making decisions ahead of time in relation to things like social events and holidays. I talk a lot about something called a resistance muscle when I'm working with clients. I picked it up from one of the doctors who works at the MedCan Clinic in Toronto, Dr. Macklin. He runs their weight loss program there, and I've seen him present on the topic before. The resistance muscle is essentially like the strength of your muscle of being able to resist, I'm air quoting that, or also basically say no to foods that you otherwise would want to eat. So to make this make a little bit more sense to you, I'm going to give you an example of something called the marshmallow experiment on instant gratification. This marshmallow experiment was a series of different studies that they did at Stanford on delayed gratification. This was like a long time ago. It was like in the 70s. And what they did was they offered a child a choice between one small reward that the was provided immediately, and two small rewards, or like a later, larger reward. If they waited for a short period, about 15 minutes, where the person left them in the room and then came back, they would be rewarded with something larger. So they often did this with a marshmallow. So they would sit the child down, put one marshmallow in front of them and say, if you can wait until I come back into the room, I'll give you two marshmallows. But if you eat the marshmallow right now before I get back, you don't get another marshmallow. They found that the children who were able to wait longer for the larger later reward actually tended to have better life outcomes. They had higher testing scores. They had healthier Um, health outcomes in general, and other life measures. And that sounds pretty great, right? The study also showed that only about a third of the children studied were able to wait for the larger later reward or the two marshmallows. So that means that about 70% of the children that they studied were unable to wait for the larger reward and needed to have the instant gratification of eating the marshmallow in that moment in time. The whole point of this outside of the hilarity of this marshmallow study is essentially to say that it is totally normal if you struggle to resist eating certain foods and you often find yourself 
tending towards instant gratification. You are not alone. You are the majority of more than the majority of the population. And it is very hard to teach yourself this strategy. And this is where this resistant mu- this resistance muscle comes in. And you have to build up your resistance muscle. You need to practice this skill. And part of practicing this skill and building up your resistance muscle is in making decisions ahead of time and planning It doesn't always go perfectly, but what I'm trying to say is that making decisions ahead of time is one step in the right direction towards building up your resistance muscle and being able to better manage social situations and holidays and anything where you might be in an eating environment where you might be wanting to enjoy foods that are not otherwise part of your regular eating routine. There's a funny, uh, they redid the study more recently and did a video of it. So what I will do for you, if you want to go over and watch the video, it's pretty cute to watch the kids stuff the marshmallows in their mouths. You can head on over to my show notes and I will include the information for that there for you. And you can head on over to YouTube and watch it there. So you can go and grab that in my show notes, which you will find at lauravermander.com slash podcast. And this is episode 22. Point of this whole kind of little ramble about marshmallows and instant gratification and muscles is that it's hard and it takes practice and you are not alone. I was listening to a podcast recently that is called Weight Loss for Busy Physicians with Katrina Ubel. She's a doctor, and she was also talking about this idea of making decisions ahead of time. It just seemed like it was perfect timing with my recent sort of small mini nutrition training that I did in my Facebook group about Halloween and Halloween candy and planning in advance for what you are going to do in the week leading up to Halloween, on Halloween, and what you're going to do afterwards. So if you missed this, today's topic is a little touch point on what I talked about in that, but I talked about more things as well. So if you're interested in watching that whole video, it's like only like I think 10-15 minutes mini training, you can head on over to my Facebook group, Mom Supporting Moms with Weight Loss, and you can watch it there because it's archived in the group for the next 30 days. Of course, you can grab the link in my show notes. Okay, so essentially, Katrina Ubel talks in her podcast episode about making decisions in advance and how these advanced decisions are made with your prefrontal cortex. This is your critical thinking brain. Um, So what she talks about is she says, you aren't influenced by urges and desires like when you make a split-second decision. Split-second decisions are made with the primitive part of your brain. So that's kind of like your inner child. And she gives an example of like a toddler with a knife. And, you know, the toddler is like, ooh, this knife is like shiny and sharp and I'm not allowed to touch it and I want to have it. But you can't leave a toddler alone with a knife. They need to be supervised by an adult. This is like the toddler is making a split-second decision to pick up the knife. And that is because their decision-making portion of their brain actually isn't even already formed. But of course, as adults, we have a fully formed prefrontal cortex, and it takes practice in order to use this part of our brain in order to make some of our decisions. There are so many different decisions that we are making in a day. Like if you think about it, even just like around food decisions. So like if you think about like you wake up in the morning and you have to decide, okay, 
what am I having for breakfast? What are the kids having for breakfast? Um, are the pets fed? Do we have enough time to make this for breakfast? What do we have in the cupboard? Oh no, we've run out of bread. Okay, what can we have instead of bread? Then, you know, you go along your day. Okay, what am I going to have for lunch? Am I going to be in the office? Am I at home? Am I on the go? Is that quick? Am I going to have to stop somewhere? Do I have something to make at home? Were there enough leftovers? And as the day goes on, you know, you get your kids. Okay, do the kids need to have a snack? Should I have a snack with them? Are we all going to sit down and eat dinner together? What do I have time to make? Oh, shoot, I forgot to take the frozen chicken out of the freezer. Now what am I going to do instead of that? I could go on and on and on. Like I'm exhausted just even like brainstorming that list right now, let alone actually even living through that day. The point of this is that decision-making can fatigue us. And when we get to the end of the day, we can be fatigued with all these decisions that we've had to make. And those are just food decisions, not even like work decisions, life decisions, anything else. So taking some of this stress away is the point of making decisions in advance. This takes away these questions and these on-the-spot decisions, these decisions that we make with our primitive brain. We want to be using our prefrontal cortex to make decisions when we're in situations like holidays. So this brings me into our Halloween example. And I'm using Halloween as an example because when I'm recording this, Halloween is this coming weekend. And so it's our upcoming holiday. I do talk all the time around holidays or social events. I plan with clients in advance. We walk through making decisions in advance. So of course, I'm talking about Halloween, but you can apply it really to any holiday or upcoming social event. I just kind of like want to make a little caveat here. like a disclaimer, Uh, just because you plan or decide in advance doesn't mean that it is set in stone. It's always good to have plan A, plan B, plan C, etc. And to know that everything is a learning opportunity. If you plan in advance and then you don't follow your plan, it's not now a time for you to have negative self-talk and self-loathing and hate on yourself for like, I made all these decisions in advance. Why couldn't I just stick to the plan? It's actually time for a little bit of reflection, looking back and and saying what happened, what can I do differently when I'm in a similar situation next time. That also takes practice, but I'm just mentioning it here. You can make decisions in advance and plan in advance, but that doesn't mean that everything is always going to go to plan. Okay, so on to my example, Halloween and those little candies and tiny chocolates. So here's my example for you. Halloween is falling on a Sunday this year. So what I would do is I would walk through the day. I would plan in advance what you're going to do for eating that day. Okay, we're going to wake up and we're going to have a regular breakfast. We're going to eat lunch as a family. We're going to make sure that we have an afternoon snack that day. Before we go trick-or-treating, we're going to have a dinner of... And then you make it something super basic. So we're going to order in pizza and have a bag salad on the side. So I'm going to make sure that everyone is fed before we head out and go trick-or-treating so that we're not all running around on an empty stomach. I'm going to take my kids trick-or-treating. And while I take them trick-or-treating, I'm going to drink a hot tea while I'm out with them so that I am enjoying my tea and I am not tempted to enjoy any of the chocolates or candies that my kids are throwing into their bags as we move along. When we get home, I am going to enjoy, and then here's where you're going to decide however many chocolates or candies you would like to eat. And I'm not going to set a number for you because it's different for everyone. Some people might be satisfied after two, and some people might want to eat five. Some people might want to eat two chocolates and two candies. So you sort of have to think to yourself, like, what do I really like? What do I want to enjoy? How much do I need to eat in order to feel satisfied and not deprived? but also on track with my bigger overall goals. 
This is about feeling satisfied and happy and not stuffed or guilty. And then what I want you to do is write down some of this decision-making that you have done so that you have a little bit more of a commitment to yourself in terms of what you've decided in advance for this Sunday. That's it. It's super simple. You've made a plan. You've spent some time using your prefrontal cortex and gifted yourself the decision of what you are going to do on Halloween. Of course, if you are listening to this after Halloween, feel free to apply this concept on any upcoming holiday or social event, as I already mentioned. This now brings us into my tip this week. So my tip this week is to take a couple of minutes and walk yourself through these steps. Make a plan for Halloween. How many chocolates or candies do you want it to have? If any, you could also make a plan for November 1st, the Monday afterwards. Make a plan for the party you are attending. Just pick one thing and make a decision ahead of time. In today's episode, I talked about helping future you out by making decisions ahead of time. This is an important strategy and habit to help you increase your resistance muscle. I hope you are going off and making a plan for yourself after this episode. Feel free to message me your plan and I'll help keep you accountable. If you enjoyed today's episode, make sure you are following the podcast or are signed up for my email club and you'll get new episodes delivered straight to your inbox every Tuesday. If you enjoyed today's episode, please leave me a review with some feedback. It can help other moms find the podcast. And of course, if you are looking for some new awesome mom friends, extra support and ideas, please join us in my Facebook group, Mom Supporting Moms with Weight Loss. The link is in my show notes. All right, that's it for today's episode. Bye for now.